Hey guys, and this is Myla Rayford in the Living Bipolar channel, and of course, it's your girl, your host, Myla Rayford, and I do apologize, I haven't been back with you all like I should have. I have been away for the holidays and getting my thoughts and everything together, but today we're back and we're back to talk about bipolar love. So I decided to go ahead and do a podcast today about bipolar love, not just the love that the person who has a bipolar gives, but on the receiving end as well for the person who doesn't have bipolar because people normally don't equate that with getting love as well. So let's go ahead and get right on into it. The notes that I have written down for love, let's go ahead and start with loving yourself. You have bipolar. It's not going to go away. You can't pray it away. You can't wish it away. You can't make it go away. You're always going to have it. So you definitely have to love yourself. Self-love is one of the biggest things that I can say that you need to do when it comes to having bipolar disorder. Because if you don't love yourself, honey, nobody else will. And that even includes family. Because family is going to tell you what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and what, why for. And that leads me to pain when it comes to family members. Pain when it comes to family members. Family members don't understand everything. They think because they've been in a certain type of situation that they are able to help or that they can help you or that they would be, I don't know, like a good catalyst, I guess you could say, to be able to help you. And I really don't think that is fair, right? Or even something that should even be thought of. Okay. Next on my list. And I do apologize. I really do have a list here. Okay. The other person. Let's see. How about we delve into rude family members right quick when it comes to bipolar disorder and rude family members can we just talk about rude family members in general who don't care about your disorder who don't really care about your medicine who want to tell you how you should and shouldn't take your medicine and what you should and shouldn't do but if you're able to bathe yourself feed yourself shower and actually take care of yourself then your medicine isn't causing you any harm I mean your medicine can make you a little bit loopy but other than that there's no harm no foul so we've already discussed rude family members okay now let's really get into this love thing Helping the other person cope with their relationship. When I say helping the other person cope with their relationship, I am speaking of the person who does not have the bipolar disorder. And that means bipolar 1 or bipolar 2. 
There are support groups and there are ways to help cope. You and your partner need to actually talk to each other about what the triggers are that actually trigger like episodes so you know. So if you know what triggers your partner, you're already going to know in advance what to do. You're not going to have to worry, oh, is my partner having an episode and then it becomes kind of obvious. You're like, wait, all the money's gone out of the account. Oh, wait, they've went and had a whole bunch of sex. Oh, wait, yeah, maybe this is an episode. You'll be able to know better. And that'll help. That, that'll be one thing to help cope go to therapy together exercise together talk communication is key that is the one thing that is going to keep the relationship um, long lasting and viable between the both of you so if you were to need that extra oomph I would say go to counseling together or talk about it like I said communication It's not going to be super long. It's just, you know, a few ideas of what you can do to keep that love going and flowing. And, okay. Same topic. Now, helping the person who really have to talk to the person with bipolar disorder me being bipolar I'm gonna omit 151 things I'm going to omit a whole bunch of stuff I'm not going to tell you anything I'm not going to want to tell you anything you're not going to be able to get things out of me and that's the thing I'm going to be private because I've been asked in relationships before why are you so private well, that's the answer because I have bipolar disorder and I didn't I wasn't formally diagnosed until 2015 so I technically didn't know that I had bipolar disorder so I'm over here thinking well I'm just private because I'm a private person and I want you to leave me alone and get out of my business that's 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 what I was thinking. I mean, but you can't really say that to someone that you're interested in marrying, I don't think. Or can you? Well, anyway, <laughs> with that being said, I just wanted to let you all know, like, these are the things that you can do. Let's see if there are any more on the list. Let's see. Oh, okay. Yes. Dealing with two personalities. You're going to have to deal with two personalities. You're going to have to deal with the person who's up at one point in time. You're going to have to deal with the person who's depressed. There's no way around it. You're either going to deal with a bat out of hell. You're either going to deal with a really nice person who's up, 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 like stratosphere, like up, or you're not going to deal with that person.
And with that being said, communication is key. All of this is key to be able to manage a successful relationship. We definitely do want this to go ahead and be successful. We want you all to be in successful, lasting relationships. And if anyone was wondering, I'm currently single because obviously I'm working on myself. So, and I just got diagnosed with bipolar. What, what? I'm still struggling myself. What do you tell someone? Hey, um, yeah, so I'm bipolar. Most people run away. And, you know, the people who know I'm bipolar, they're still around, but they're not people I'm interested in. So, you know, that's the thing. I want somebody that suits and meets my needs of the person that I see myself being with and who God sees me being with. But that's another topic for another day. And let's see. You're going to have to deal with depression, like I said. But that goes with dealing with the split personalities, dealing with depression and dealing with the mania. And possibly dealing with cheating and them not remembering. And if they do remember regretting it, because that is the worst ever to be manic, to have sex, to have sex with somebody that you may or may not like and may or may not remember having that sex or may or may not even remember. And that is, I can say, the worst thing ever I can think of off the top of my head that irritates me. But that's just me, and that's just what I found that has gotten on my nerves. But I don't want to bore you all much longer. And these are really the only things that I had for love today with the Living Bipolar podcast. And again, you all can find me on Facebook. And let me stop for a moment. The gentleman that hit me on Facebook, I really, really, really appreciate you. More of you can hit me on Facebook. It's Myla Rayford. It's M-Y-L-A-R-A-Y-F-O-R-D. And my Instagram and Twitter are at MissLeoDiva85. You can find me that way. Or you can use my email, MylaRayford at gmail.com. And like I said, reach out to me. If you have any questions, I will definitely be there to answer them for you. And I want to thank you guys so much for the love and support. Because at first I wasn't going to do this. Because I didn't think I'm like, oh, little old me talking about this. No one's going to want to listen. But it looks like I do have a platform here. So thank you so much for listening. And I want to bid you guys a good night. And I will be back at you guys later. Talk to you soon.